She is shy. She is sexy. She is phenomenal. She is curious. She is every woman. She is Shay. Thanks for tuning in. beautiful people thank you so much for tuning in to she is shay i am your host shay this is season three episode three and it is entitled till death do us part deep right yeah it's gonna get even deeper so if you've been on my social media sites my snapchat facebook instagram and twitter which i still need someone to manage because i don't like social media like that So if you're interested in managing my Twitter account, please hit me up. It's yours. You can, um, you're going to have control over it. So if if you're interested, just let me know. If you saw what I posted on Facebook and Snapchat, I posted the question, sex before marriage. I got some of the most ridiculous responses. Some of them were expected. Some of them irked my spirit and I just wanted to say but you can't do that because that's rude and I'm not a rude person I'm going to tell you well not tell you I'm going to read off a few of them if you had already seen them from following me because I'm posting majority of them on snapchat I asked if you um you believe in sex before marriage someone said girl fuck him real good then block him Someone else said, I see both sides of the spec- of the spectrum. A vibe is a vibe. So sometimes that alone can lead to sexual relations. But if either of you aren't mature enough to handle sex while still learning to love each other, continue to learn each other without letting lust take over, then leave it alone. Um, I, I like that opinion. That was pretty cool. One person stated they don't abide by it, but they've already crossed it years ago. They've been celibate and fulfilled the difference physically and emotionally. And they wish they could return to being celibate if they had a partner that encouraged it. Someone stated on a spiritual level, no, because you shouldn't have sex before marriage because you intertwine with someone on that level. It brings in feelings and emotions. I agree with that. Sex does do that. Um, few guys, really. And of course, you know, the guys, they said yes, yes, yes. They all want sex before marriage because you want to know why? Because they're not, they haven't heard this. You haven't heard this. This is your first time listening. So once they listen to the reason why I believe that we should have waited for sex, they're going to be like, oh, I get it. That's if you're a spiritual man. But if you're just a man looking for lust and a quick nut, you won't relate to anything I have to say. And that's okay because I'm not meant to relate to you in that way. This episode came about um, after I saw a post on Facebook. It stated, do you guys see now why our parents said we should have waited? And yes, I absolutely see why our parents stated we should have made, uh, we should have waited, or at least I know a lot of us lost our virginity. Um, most people lost their virginity at sixteen and up. Some probably younger, but majority sixteen and up. So I'm going to tell you this episode is going to consist of me telling you the reason why I believe we should have waited. You can agree, disagree. You can always send me a voice message on Anchor. You can write me on at Podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet me, Pod 
or you can Instagram, like DM me on She Is Shay Podcast or She Is Shay Facebook. You got various ways to, you know, tell me your opinion because I'm curious, you know, I'm interested and I want to know what's going on. So I want to tell you, I believe we should have waited. I'm going to tell you how to cleanse your aura of past sexual partners. And of course, we're going to have an opinion. We're going to have a segment of a few peers stating their opinion and how they feel on the subject. We're going to get into all of that. Prior to me beginning, prior to me listing the reasons why I believe we should wait, I want to say that none of these reasons are coming from a religious standpoint. It's not coming from a biblical point of view. Of course, you know, if we all read the Bible, it says we should wait to marriage for sex. Cool. Did any of us do that? Probably not. No. Some people may still do that, Some, but majority of the people I know, they don't. And we just out here exchanging energy with people that is not going to be in our future. So I just want to state that none of these viewpoints are coming from a religious standpoint nor a biblical standpoint. Number one reason, not number one, but the first reason why I believe we should have waited to have sex. Soul ties. What are soul ties? Because some people may not know. It's a lingering connection, like an emotional connection to one that is usually created through sex or sexual intercourse, however you want to say it, sexual intercourse, some sensuality, some forms of sex, soul ties. It's an emotional connection. We're out here connected to people that we weren't even supposed to know that long. And when I say that, have you been with someone or been connected to someone, felt a strong urge to be around someone emotionally simply because you guys had sex? Like that person isn't even close to your dream person, your dream partner. He, he or she lacks everything you look for in a potential spouse, yet you're still connected to them. You, you want to be around them. You want to make it work oh so badly because you have a soul tie. You have to cut that soul tie. You allowed this person inside of you. And as a man, you allowed this woman to come on you and you don't even like them, but you think you do because soul ties is creating emotions that are not present. Okay. Second reason I believe we need to wait. Increased insecurities. You're with the partner. You're with the partner. And that goes along. Increased insecurities and adding pressure on your partner, it goes together. You're comparing partners. You're wondering, what is this person used to? Am I good at this? He or she has been with several people prior to me. They may know more than me. Am I doing this right? Am I pleasuring them? It puts too much pressure on something that is supposed to be sacred and beautiful. It's supposed to be effortless. It is. I'm allowing you to touch my most precious part of my being. And here I am thinking, am I doing this right? Is he? And then your partner thinking, am I big enough? Has she had someone that could do it better than me? All these insecure thoughts. And cool, you may not be an individual to think about all of that, but some are. So that is the second reason I say we should wait to have sex. And then I saw some people, just to um, go back off opinions stated via social media, some people were like, I don't want to wait till I get married. What if that person is bad? 
Well, if we all waited to when we were supposed to, you wouldn't have anything to compare it to. You would have your one partner and you guys would learn and grow together. It is nothing more beautiful than learning, learning somebody's body, somebody's body that you love, somebody's body that you see a future with, somebody's body that you are connected to emotionally prior to sex. To teach them what you like about yourself and to learn what they like about themselves. It's nothing more beautiful, nothing more sexy than that. But I can't marry somebody if, if the sex law. I don't want to find out that his dick ain't good and we married. Come on, y'all. Like. So, off of that, back to the third reason. It's similar to the soul ties, but we're exchanging energy with numerous people. And you're wondering why you, you haven't moved swings. Because you're not you. You're no longer pure. Like, you have people, people in you. You, you, like, you wonder why you get mad about certain stuff or you feel a certain way towards things. You in exchange, you don't know who you are right now because you exchange so much energy. Fourth reason, I believe that society and my generation, especially my generation and the ones under me, so the millennials and is it Generation Z, Generation X, I don't know, those people born in 1995 and up, they're weird. So, we're too desensitized to sex. Like it's very little special. It's, it's nothing special about sex anymore. I posted a slide of images of sexual images along with the, you know, the question, sex before marriage. As easy as it was for me to find those images, it's just as easy for me to go out there and find somebody to sleep with. It's just as easy for me to go out there and give myself away for me to exchange exchange sexual energy with somebody. It's just that easy. I don't, and people say that sex will always be special depending on who you're with. It's like, no, if I do everything with every partner, when I finally get to my soulmate, to my spouse, to the person I want to spend the rest of my life with, I've let you do everything to me. It's, my body don't even feel the same, like, you know, like, though, okay, in high school, I remember these piercings, these pearl piercings, you know, the vagina piercing was super popular. And it was a chance that if you got that piercing, you would lose feeling in your clitoris. I feel, that's that's how I feel about sex. You have sex too much, eventually you're going to lose feeling. It's not the same. It's not special. Like, if I let you do, like, I have a friend. She does not get, she does not perform oral sex on anyone. She doesn't. And she says that the reason why she doesn't do that is because she's saving that for her husband. She And, and I think that's dope. People look at her like she's crazy, but I think that's dope that she's thinking that, hey, I want to save something for my partner because when I finally give, get to him, sure, I'm sure I'm giving him something no one has ever had. I'm giving him my love. I'm giving him my affection. I'm giving him my loyalty. Sure, but she's sexually, she's saving oral just for him. And I think that's dope. I believe that we're just, sex is just overrated and there is nothing special about it anymore. We've ruined the sacred art of sex. And a lot of people are going to say, well, what's the difference in way till you get married? People get divorced all the time. You want to know what? Marriage isn't the same as it used to be. Marriage and sex is a joke nowadays. It's not sacred 
as it used to be between two individuals. Now, I don't care who those two individuals are, man, man, woman, woman, man, woman, man, whatever. The point is marriage and sex is not as special as it used to be. It's no longer a goal that you have to work towards. It's something that is easily achievable. And I hate that. So during sex, hormones are released. These hormones create feelings and connections that actually aren't present. I recall when I lost my virginity, I so badly wanted that person to tell me I love you. Because at the time, it was this popular song. I think it was called First Time. It's by, I forgot his name. It's not that Marcus Houston song. It was a, um, a low-key artist. And I recall wanting a person to tell me that they love me because that that's what, you know, that's the emotion I thought you were supposed to feel during, you know, sex. And eventually, I, in my mind, I made it seem like this person really wanted me. They, they loved me. They cared about me. They didn't. But when you're having sex, emotions that are not actually present is being felt. And usually it's on one end. Typically, it is, and I, I hate, I'm not saying it, it's usually felt on a woman's end simply because we're women. We can't help that by nature, we're more emotional. But also, women, we were made to receive. So, therefore, during sex, we receive more. You're going inside of me. I'm receiving way more. And that may make me emotional. It may make me see things or feel things that are not there. Which also goes back to soul ties. We're going to listen to this and be like, well, Shay, you've done X, Y, Z. And if you saw my, saw the post from Snapchat, people opinions, I know people were seeing some people names and saying, they do this, they got a baby, yada, yada, yada. Okay, cool. We've, you lost your virginity. But it's never too late to be celibate and save yourself or someone worth having you. Anyone interested in you wouldn't mind waiting. Someone that is rushing you to do something that you're uncomfortable with or a lot of a lot of us have been raped and don't even know it. And y'all probably heard that and said, what? I never or I, I would know if I've been raped. But have you ever had sex with somebody and then afterwards you cried or you felt so disgusted with yourself because you honestly did not want to do it, but you gave in anyway. That's right. You may not agree with my definition, but you can Google. That's right. Anybody interested in you would impress you. They will wait on you. Lastly, the better you know someone, the better the sex. When you know every, not everything about someone, because you can be married to someone for 40 years and learn something new about them every day. That's the beauty of marriage. But your partner, once you get to know them on a certain level and they earn that part of you and not earn by taking you out on dates, giving you money. I mean, you can tell that that person cares about you emotionally, your mental wellness. That's, that is going to be the best sex ever. Now, I want to be personal and tell you a little bit about myself because that's what I do. She is shape. She, she says stuff that <laughs> probably shouldn't, but I've never been in love. I have never loved anyone in that in a romantic sense. If you read this book 
called the Pussy Prayer. One of the tasks inside is going to ask you to list your partners, how many, the times you've had sex and how did that partner make you feel? I can honestly say that some of my partners, I regret even doing it. I did it. I've had, I, I may have done it to make them feel good. It's not something I wanted to do, but I wanted to pleasure them and make them happy. Some of my encounters, I felt used. And have, and have you noticed that when you leave a relationship or a situation or a friends with benefit, whatever type of situation or relationship you're in, if you don't have sex with that person, it's easier to let go. You're like, okay, you know, it didn't work out, yada, yada, yada. But if you give that person a part of yourself, you feel you feel worthless somewhat. You feel used. You feel like this person just wanted X, Y, and Z out of you. Now, you're more than welcome to agree or disagree. Please do and inform me of your opinion. Let me know how you feel. But that's just how I feel, and that's how I know a lot of ladies feel about it. Basically, what I'm trying to say, after saying all of what I said about my encounters and how I have felt, condoms, they can protect you from STDs. Sure, they do their job. They will protect you from STDs, STIs, but they can't stop a bad spirit from entering your body and taking over your mind and invading your personal space, invading your thoughts. Condoms don't protect you from that. Only you can protect yourself from that. I'm being a little dramatic by saying we should have waited till marriage. But I will say I wish that we all would have waited until we met someone worth giving ourselves to. Someone that actually cared about us. Now, everyone may not have the same experiences. Maybe all of your partners were worth, you know, were worth a sacred part of you. But in my opinion, my partners were not worthy. I believe I could have waited much, much longer, but peer pressure sucks. <laughs> it happens, can't go back to the past. I was young, I was dumb, and all my friends were having sex and I was the last person to lose my virginity. So I was like, let me just pick somebody and you know, this happened. We definitely could have waited. We could have waited because a lot of heartbreak, a lot of self-worth issues, a lot of self-love issues, well, lack of self-love issues and insecurities are created through sex. A lot of us are not emotionally available. We're not emotionally available because someone else is still with us. Connection without commitment is confusing. A lot of people say, if you're not grown enough to have sex without feelings, well, don't have it. Or we just, we're just, you know, friends with benefits or fuck buddies. Your heart is always in it, whether you choose to acknowledge it or not. That's your choice. Cool. Don't wait till marriage. But please don't allow anybody to use you. Wait until you want it. Wait until you're ready. Wait until you're sure of how you feel. Connection without commitment is confusing. Now we're going to hear a few opinions from a few peers. Do you agree? Disagree? Tell me after you hear.
Okay, here with us right now, we have Miss Corey. You can give us a quick introduction. All righty. Hey, everybody. My name is Corey Mylan. I am married. I am 24 years old. I have two kids. Actually, it's really three because I have a stepson, but Trevor and I have two kids of our own. Um, We are both, you know, full-time parents, full-time workers, just trying to live the American dream. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. So, I was curious to know your opinion on sex before marriage. Um, I think that it's a big no-no. Um, and I personally, this is a revelation that I've re- recently had. Um, of course, not of course, but growing up, I did not wait until I was married um, to have sex. And I wish that I had. Um, just because, like, when you get married to someone, you know, you become one. And, you know, it's, you give them so much of yourself. But once you've given that part of yourself away, you can't really give it away again because it's already gone you know and I was just telling my little sister you know you have to be careful with what you do with your goodies because they're very valuable and you know the more you you know the more you give away the more it kind of you know diminishes a little bit and it's like society has made it where you know people are so open about sex and sexuality and all of that and I mean that's okay but you know when you find someone that you really want to be with you know it's just that you know that one thing that you wish that you can give them you know that you can't and it's like currently I'm able to give Trevor everything I would like to give him you know but that's one thing that I would never be able to give him because I gave it to somebody else and so um I just think it's important to be mindful um when choosing to give that part of yourself away even if you do choose to have sex before marriage um just be careful because who you think you may be with forever may that may not turn out to to be that way like I had a boyfriend in high school who I thought I would get married to then and that didn't happen and the only way to know for sure is if you wait until you're married you know in a situation where you know you're one you're bound together you're obligated to each other and really the only thing that should pull y'all away from each other is is death because till death do us part you know so you know that's just something to think on thank you so much like seriously you hit every point that I mentioned I'm going to tell you how to cleanse your aura of past sexual partners. You can do this at home. It is the perfect time to do it now because you're locked in the house. Like, what else do you got to do? First step, you want to get some scrap paper. You can use journal, notepads, or loose leaf, whatever paper that you have around you. You want to burn an orange candle. The orange candle will be used because of the sacral chakra or sacral chakra. I sometimes mispronounce them because, as you all know, I'm country and I have to work on that. So you can use the orange candle. The sacral chakra, I'm going to say sacral. The sacral chakra is the second chakra. It's associated with the emotional body and like sensuality and creativity. And we're using it, the orange candle, for mostly sensuality at this point. 
So you're going to write down the name of each past sexual partners. No one is going to see this, but you do not be ashamed. Write down their names. This, their names can be included if it was the names of past partners, even if it was molestation or rape. And if you're uncertain of their names, because I know some some people, hey, we get wild, we, we have fun, whatever. Just use a location, a date, or something, that, some type of indication that you know that person is if you don't know their name. So you're just going to talk to yourself, or you can write or think, whichever one works for you. I'm, most, I'm a writer. So, like, did you really, were you attracted to this person? What type of emotions, how did you feel after the encounter? Write all of that down. I don't care how long it takes. Take your time. This is something serious that you're trying to cleanse your body of. You want these people out of your mind. You want these people away from your soul. You are tired of taking on multiple personalities because their ghosts are still there. You can't move on until they're gone. You're emotionally unavailable because they're still present. So take your time. Take if this can. Some people may take a day. Some people may take a few days or weeks. Some people may finish in an hour. But take your time because it's a serious emotional ritual. You are ridding yourself of past trauma. So what you're going to do with the candle, the reason it's burning, you're going to take a piece of paper and you're going to burn their name with the flame. You're going to burn it. You're, you're, you're letting go of it. Me and my roommates, when I was in college, we actually did something similar. We took um, an object that represented partners that we wanted to get rid of. And we went outside um, the patio area. What is that called? The courtyard area. And we burned it. Um, <laughs> I don't know how intentional we were because one person, one one roommate, she's actually, they, they're together, damn near married. Um, and the other roommate, she, I don't believe she no longer speaks to him. And my person, he pops up every blue moon. So we were not intentional. So please be intentional with this. So you're going to write their names on a piece of paper. Make sure you burn your orange candle. If it's not orange, that's okay. You can burn a white candle. Just once again, be intentional with this. So you're going to lie down. You're going to place your hand on your on your sacral chakra. For those of you who are not familiar with your chakras, this one is like two inches below the belly button. It's that area where if you're a woman, when you cramp in, it's like that area. So visualize, visualize the way the smoke is, is burning on that candle as you're burning that paper. Please be safe when you do this. Please keep a cup of water or something near you. So you're gonna lay down, place your hand over your sacral chakra and say to yourself, and you have to truly, you have to believe this as that, that name is burning. You really have to believe this. I'll release the energy of and say their name. You're gonna lay there for a few moments or a few minutes, and you're going to be intentional with this. I release the energy of, and you're gonna repeat it. And you're gonna do it on so-and-so. You're gonna repeat these actions over and over again with the names. So you can see how long it's gonna take you, whether you have, 
whether you have a few names or a lot of names, no judgment, that's that's you, your business. So after you cleanse yourself from this, this is your official cleanse. I want you to enjoy your virginity, your newfound virginity. A lot of people may laugh, but this stuff is no joke to me. Take your take time, rid yourself of these past partners, and move on. You are this quote unquote virginity that you, you're newfound. Enjoy it and be careful and be more cautious this next go round. Lastly, I promised that I was going to tell you why I made the title Till Death Do Us Part. A lot of people may have guessed it was about marriage vows. You know, you're with that person till death do us part. But no, that's not why I made the title. I made it because even though we're young and it may seem like we get away with a lot and we can have be free spirits and give ourselves away without any thought, without any any sort of consequences. And that's not true. Till death do us part is in reference to your status, to your HIV status. There are so many young adults who think that, oh, it can't be me. It can be you. It can easily be you. So please be careful with who you give yourself to. I'm going to give you a few stats to let you know just how serious this is. This isn't a joke. It isn't make-believe. This is your health. This is your life. One in two African-American gay and bisexual men may be diagnosed with HIV in their lifetime. One in 20 African-American men may be diagnosed in their lifetime. And one in 48 African-American women. I focused on African-American because simply I am African-American. I am a black woman. And majority of people that may listen to me are African-American. My age group are the most infected. We are accounted for the most new infections. Age group 25 to 34 account for the most new infections. I am 26 years old. Now that's till death do us part. You are stuck with that till you die. You are stuck with knowing that a person you may thought you have trusted or maybe a person you met at a party, whatever, but you're never gonna forget that person, not in the romantic sense. So when I say till death do us part, no, I'm not saying vows. I'm saying you're stuck with that person and that status till death do you part.